Palace don't concede many goals, do they? So that's another thing. I know they're I know Chelsea at home, but I, I have to agree with Mike. Same side, same technique, same result. Chelsea four, Crystal Palace nil, and that's why Aspilicueta felt that Jorginho needed to take the penalty. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Threesome FPL pod. I'm Phil. It's good to be with you. I'm here with Mike. How are you, Mike? Very well. Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Uh, as always, great in life, not so great at Fantasy Premier League. Yeah, no, I, I've seen your team. I feel your pain. <laughs> and uh, we're also here with Ant. How's, how are you, Ant? Oh, good afternoon, chaps. Well, I'm just like Mike this week, you know, good in life, not so much with FPL. I will just start by saying that I took out Jack Grealish this week, so I'm hurting from that, uh, which brings us on to talking about our game week fours. So how did you get on, Phil? Talk us through your your results this week, your points. Well, I yeah, I made a couple of transfers coming into game week four. Um, I, like a lot of people, thought it'd be wise to take Son out. Um, that seemed like a sensible decision. Um, and I replaced him with Pereira uh, from West Brom so I could then upgrade my defence, which I thought, excellent move. Uh, so I upgraded one of my non-playing defenders to Robertson. So I, at the back, I had Robertson and Alexander-Arnold, who between them got me minus two. Uh, that was nice. And in a, in a perplexing twist to this season, uh, which, to be honest, I think sums up the whole season, uh, the rocks of my team have become the Southampton goalkeeper and the Southampton defender in Walker Peters. So, uh, yeah, strange one. Salah captain saved my week again um, because everything else was a bit dross. Calvert-Lewin and Salah were the only people that uh, scored for me. Uh, De Bruyne, Mares, Podence, Jimenez, they're all toilet. What about you, Mike? Yeah, well, I, I did my old favourite of um, swapping out a big hitter and then suddenly coming good. So I say suddenly coming good. I, I, I thought it was a masterstroke to bring in Jamie Vardy, my only transfer of the week, uh, to bring in Jamie Vardy. Uh, and who who should I replace with him? Well, Harry Kane, he's a wet man United, isn't he? Um, so that, that went really well. Captain Vardy as well. <laughs> um, oh, wow. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. This, this theory that I came What's up with... The this, this theory I had at the start of the season where uh, the plan was to uh, just basically chase uh, whoever's playing West Ham and, and captain them. That's not gone at all well, really. They're starting to find a bit of form, aren't they, West Ham? So uh, that was disappointing. As with all game weeks, um, I love a Saturday Everton-themed point haul uh, at Hammers uh, with, with 18 points in midfield and Calvert-Lewin came up with another goal for six points. And I was thinking, OK, this is the week. Uh, and as with a uh, good afternoon, dog, um, uh, as with uh, all uh, other game weeks from there on in, it was a car crash. Um, so, so, yeah, nothing to, to write home about at all. Although I do believe I may be wrong, but I do believe I got the highest score of the three of us last week. Fifty six points. Mm. Yes, Mike. Yes, yeah. you beat me by one. I got marvellous. Yeah, I got um, fifty five as well. So between us, that's oh, uh, pretty consistent. Wow. Symmetry. So, yeah, my <laughs> for the second week running, I had a shocker with the captain. So I picked Jimenez. And I know, Phil, you uh, you actually warned me against doing this, didn't you? You, t- you told... I'm pretty sure you told me not to do this as well. well the, thing with, the thing with Jimenez is he has a very low ceiling. I mean, in the past... Mm. Well, since the start of last season, he scored more than one goal only once. And that was... Yeah. He scored two goals in a game. Apart from that, he has consistently scored the odd goal, but it's only ever the odd goal. 
So I, you know, for me personally, I prefer to go for someone who could go big. Well, as, as you rightly pointed out as well, bear in mind with that, he played Bournemouth twice as well last season. So you would expect a better of that. So yeah, I had him as captain, still got Dominic Calvaloon, who got me six points. I had Salah as well. Uh, and luckily, obviously I talked about, I briefly mentioned I took, took out Grealish, which wasn't so good. I also took out Jorginho of Chelsea, who scored <laughs> two penalties. Um, luckily I did bring in James Rodriguez of Everton so he did get me 18 points so um, yeah pretty average week really boys for all of us wasn't it yeah I think that James Rodriguez thing really great that ruined my my week from the start I mean it was Saturday lunchtime wasn't it that and Mm. it was Saturday lunchtime it was Saturday at some point and um, and he scored and then assisted and my wife and daughter were dancing around the room because they've got him in in their team <laughs> and I looked online and it seemed that every team in our league has got James Rodriguez apart from me mm. um, he is the player to have at the moment isn't he he is he is the informed player I mean he's he's come straight into the Premier League and adapted very quickly isn't he he looks like a it looks like a brilliant signing for Everton you would have thought bearing in mind uh, the warning that Mike gave us at the start of the season on an earlier mm. pod that he gets injured constantly he'll only ever play about 10 games a season you're very that, welcome that's, well, I've listened. <laughs> yeah. My problem is I've listened to you, and I shouldn't have. Well, no, I mean I, I said all that and then put him in my team. So uh, yeah, I, I, I've spent the last five minutes thinking about about this. Help me. It's not strictly football related, but you'll you'll see where I'm going with it potentially. Uh, do bungalows have a lower ceiling than normal houses? It depends where your house is. I suppose mm. if you're in if you're in a nice townhouse, you might have a, a high ceiling. Uh, I was looking. I've, I was looking I've not to analyse many uh, ceiling Where's heights. Where's this going? Well, they, uh, Phil referenced uh, uh, Jimenez be, having a, a low oh, ceiling, and I thought we could refer to him as a bungalow or something. But if if they don't have a lower ceiling, it doesn't work as a as a concept. <laughs> no, they've just got true. a lower roof bungalows, mate. That's how they yeah, work. Yeah, lower roof, but that doesn't really work as a terminology. So, is that is there any property you can think of that has a low ceiling? A caravan, shed, caravan. I prefer. Caravan's a good one. Yeah, so a, he's, he's a caravan. He's a caravan. It, is it a property? A caravan? Mm. I suppose it can be. Static home? It, it counts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to refer to anybody with a low ceiling from here on in uh, as a caravan. <laughs> okay. Well, there we have it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm glad we've uh, got through this. Hmm. Moving on then, boys. So something else that I believe didn't go too well for us. Uh, again this week was our fantasy threesome punt so yeah. for those of you who have not yet uh, heard this so that every week uh, Phil, Mike and myself we pick a player with under 2% ownership that we're hoping are going to do something so score a goal get an assist just play some football really and uh, then what it does is it opens it out to one of our listeners who picks a, a punt to screw one of the other two people over so just talk us through gents Phil who did you go for this uh, this week well, I thought I was really clever because I was 100% sure that uh, Son was injured. So I picked Lucas Moura, who didn't play, and then came, was, came on and got a point off the bench. Um, interestingly, I f- he's, he has been starting, but they played Lamella, who, with a lovely bit of skullduggery, got Martial sent off. Um, but it was interesting that he played Lamella in that game because Lamella doesn't get many starts. But it was exactly what they needed. I mean, he quickly subbed him off when he thought he was going to get sent off, didn't he, Mourinho? Well, also, in yes. part, of your, part of your thinking, Phil, would have surely been uh, this long-term injury that uh, Son had. Uh, son of a bitch. Oh, wow. I, I will always refer to him as, uh, fr- from now on, after I swear he left. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah. Um, everyone was thinking, well, we've got to get him out. He's going to be out for weeks. And then yeah. lo and behold, there he is starting and, and point scoring. It was Eddie Howe-esque lying from Jose Mourinho. It really was. Really was, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, bear in mind, Spurs had, what, four games in eight days, was it, in the end they had? Yeah. So pretty, pretty good result for them. But Mike, who was your punt this week? Oh, let's not dwell on punts. Uh, but I had James oh. Madison. And um, uh, how many minutes? How many minutes did he play this week, man? <laughs> oh, well, I know uh, it's irrelevant because they conceded three goals and didn't have a shot on target. Um, but I'm pretty sure he played no minutes. That's two weeks on the trot now. I've picked a player who hasn't played at all. Excellent. Wow. So it's going well. I'm enjoying this this little featurette. What's all good? What's worrying is uh, how good our listeners are in comparison to us. Hmm. Yes, I mean I went down the Leicester route like Mike did. I mean at least. My pick, Tillemans, did play and did a square root of nothing. But um, yes, so as you mentioned, so I think I believe our listener was Chris Hurst this week, wasn't it? And he picked Zuma of Chelsea, who got 12 points. Is that right? 13 in the end. 13, my apologies. Unlucky for some. Uh, Unfortunately for Chris, he doesn't get to screw any of us over or one of us over because we're all useless. Correct. But congratulations, Chris. Nicely done. Is that right? Is that right? So nobody gets to tamper with our team's... Because, because well, yeah, it's a tie. Yeah, yes. because the idea is one of us, we have to have uh, produced the goods and none of our players did that. They didn't, you know, get any sort of oh. points all at all. It's got to be, for a defender, it's got to be at least be a clean sheet. You know, the striker's got to score. So, for, for example, week one, I had Joel Ward, didn't I? And he kept a clean sheet. So, oh, it's got to be banging something. on about Joel Ward, keeping a clean sheet. Get out, Joel Ward. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We, what a legend. We know, we know. Excellent. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. We like that. But congratulations, Chris, anyway. Yes, yeah. well done. Well done, Chris. Very good. Right, Mike, do you want to uh, have a look at the, how the league's looking? Uh, yeah, let's take a look. So, I mean, standout performers last week uh, were uh, Paul Fuller, um, who was the, he came with the top score in our league last week. He came in with 93 points. Very well done to you, Paul. Uh, he sits in second spot, a former leader of our league. So very good indeed. Uh, Lewis Pearson will come on to novelty 11s in a minute, but his Spurs and Bournemouth combined uh, ex-players of both those sides uh, came in with a very respectable 72 points. He still sits in the top 10 there um, uh, in seventh place. Our top five looks like this. Uh, The DJ and CVFC uh, with 261 points in fifth. Uh, Fourth, this will do. Uh, That's uh, Stefan de Jong uh, with 263 points. Uh, a gap of eight points to third, uh, where poorest Gump has 271. Uh, Paul Fuller, as we mentioned, uh, 273. And then out in front is Anakin Dare Skywalker. That's Matt Bellotti. 86 points, a very good game week for this week. And it sees into the top 293 points. Very good, very good, very impressive. And about 60 points ahead of where I am, which is, you know, a whole game week, which is worrying. Mm. Where are you, Phil, incidentally? What, in the uh, World In our rate? league. Mm. Oh, in our league. Well, we don't need to go into that. Um, <laughs> Come on now. Spill the beans. <laughs> 30th. Mm. Which, it, it could be worse. Um, but could be cruci- Crucially, uh, my daughter's team's 20th, so. so... And you're, you're going to be sitting pretty of the three of us, I think. I'm, I'm in 56th. I'm just double-checking, but I do believe I'm 14th. Yeah. Joel Ward's kept me a clean sheet. Oh, Palace don't concede many goals. <laughs> but I, I think back, I think back, um, me and Anthony have known each other for a long time and uh, 
long long time ago we played in the world crazy golf championships which was a great fun weekend away and anthony likes to start well there as well and one year i played using a ukulele as my putter um for reasons we don't need to go into um and i was doing terribly and Ant was doing quite well and then after a couple of rounds he completely choked and he sat disconsolate uh by the beach in hastings just miserable and sad because he bottled it completely he couldn't cope with the pressure and he he went on to have a terrible weekend and i know that will happen again well i mean i've just obviously come to the realization that your your team name is now bottle job anthony so (laughs) (laughs) i think last season at one point you you had anthony smells of cheese or something along those lines so it's gonna happen is it same thing happened last season boys i had that ridiculous week didn't I around Christmas when I got the 116th best score for that game week in the entire game and really up until lockdown it was going pretty well for me and then the wheels completely fell off and then what yeah, normally yeah. tends to happen is I have two or three bad weeks on the trot I throw my toys out of the pram and uh, it all goes to pieces for me so yeah, unfortunately Phil knows me far too well in that respect. I'm, I'm looking forward to that that moment hitting again. It's going to happen <laughs> it's yeah. just a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, boys, I want to I want to just recap quickly, if I if I may, ahead of something a little bit special. Uh, just talk about uh, how the sweary eleven got on last week. Oh yes, um, they. Uh, you'll be pleased to know that we all beat the sweary eleven. Uh, the yes. eleven. Only only son of a bitch uh, came in with more than two <laughs> points. So uh, yeah. outside of that, it was slim pickings. Uh, a, to- <laughs> a total of about twenty five points, I think. So um, sweary eleven, not so great. However. You should have you should have gone um, for Jorginho. Ho. Could have done. Could have done. Fuchs. Yeah. It's all very well coming to the party at this late stage, boys. But you know, it was me that was <laughs> working hard on that last week, and I've so been sorry. putting I've been putting a shift in for you again this week. Would you like to hear my drink based eleven? Well, there's uh, no time like the present. All Let's right. Okay, so here we go then, boys. Uh, some better than others. So um, these are go- this team's going to enter the league and see if they can beat us as well, yeah? Yes, indeed. Yes, okay. indeed. So uh, a couple of goalkeepers to choose between. Uh, you can uh, have Fraser Foster's. Nice. Yes. Very good, very good. Or uh, the goalkeeper Rodakery. Um, <laughs> now, I what drink's that? Daiquiri's a drink. Yeah, Daiquiri? Is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't drink alcohol. So I'm at a loss to tell you any more than that, but I do okay. know it's a drink. Uh, let's look at our uh, back four then. Uh, I've got uh, Emil from for Newcastle, Emil Craft Beer. Nice. Thank Clever. Uh, I've got Ben R. White. Oh. He's a secret <laughs> lemonade drinker. Yeah, the ben R. White. <laughs> oh, good grief. It's a, it's a middle, middle, middle ground lemonade and a middle ground team he plays for, so that, that works well. Thank Ooh. you. Uh, what about... Eric Bailey's. Very Man nice. United. Oh, clever. Um, well, I'm his favourite tipple. Be surprised if he gets picked again for a while. <laughs> well, yeah. give another one. This, this guy hasn't even got a squad number. But Danny, Ro- Danny Rose. Uh, <laughs> you can't, can't not <laughs> Danny Rose. Uh, um, That's a good shout, that one. I like thank that. you. Uh, moving into the midfield, uh, we've got Thomas Supercheck for West Ham. Clever. Mm. Uh, nice. and, a, and another West Ham player. They're full of drink-based uh, names. Uh, Jared Strongbowen. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, favourite cider. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, I've got Pepsi Max Meyer from uh, Crystal Palace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm uh, captioning captioning the side. Um, 
Helder Costa. Oh, oh yes. clever, clever brand of uh, drinks in general. Yeah, 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 yeah it's clever. Uh, Other coffees are available. Front, front three. Um, I've got uh, Callum Robinson Barley Water. <laughs> uh, Shane Long Island Tea. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. And finally, Ryan Brewster. That's Iron Brew. Right, Ryan Brewster. I mean, I haven't. I haven't just put them in, but it strikes me that you're going to have a lot of le- a lot of money left in the bank with that team. Well, uh, let's look at the bench. Um, oh, I was, I, was I mean, I need to give you some uh, honourable mentions to uh, Mario Lamina Aid. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit tenuous, that one. Yeah, uh, but the other three are all kind of drink based, but not actually drinks. Uh, ben Chilwell, okay, uh, Lewis Dunk, uh, and Jack Cork. Um, yeah. Special mentions to them. But yeah, we'll see how it fares, boys. Uh, my drink-based eleven. I mean, if I if I lose next week to the drink-based eleven, I might just pack it all in because that is a terrible team on paper. It really is. It really uh, is. Yeah, I probably see maybe three or four starters, but yeah, we'll see how we go. Brilliant. Bring it on. Uh, Anthony, you have been looking at the amount of goals going in and the defending that's uh, happening. And indeed, the goalkeeping that's happening. Mm. Um, shout out to Adrian, who I believe is still trying to collect an Aston Villa cross somewhere. Um, <laughs> you've been looking at goalkeepers that you think might be worth putting in. Yeah, well, I think as you just mentioned there, I mean, having a goalkeeper this season almost seems irrelevant in the Premier League, doesn't it, with the amount of goals going in. But, Ooh, can you, um, sorry, yeah. could you ask your wife to pour me a glass of water as well? I can hear the taps going in the background there. Oh, yeah, I do apologise. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's all right. It's only a, it's only tea a... making and whatever going else, uh, it's else only going the... on there. It's only the 106th based, uh, best po- uh, FPL-based uh, podcast in the UK right now uh, that she's uh, trashing with a... I'm sure everyone's going to love the sound of a kettle boiling while I talk about goalkeepers. So I'm sure it'll add a bit of atmosphere to it. Well, it's, it's, be- it's better than hearing you be drilled like the other week. Oh, gosh. oh <laughs> okay. Well, it's con- it's really- continuing with the drink theme. That's nice. If she could have done that during my drinks 11, it would have been perfect. That would have oh, been yeah. really good. Love yeah. Yeah. Those- bed pouring sound effects that Ooh. maybe so we can edit this and, and add it in you never know yeah i haven't really got the time <laughs> okay let's go so goalkeepers, yeah, goalkeepers. so our highest scoring goalkeeper uh, in the game at the moment is the first one i picked out some martinez uh, of aston villa just moved there good move for him actually i think he was always a good goalkeeper arsenal was never going to get the game time with with Leno being number one so he's, uh, he's jared, jared, jared wino he nearly made the he nearly made the drinks 11 as well who? Not, Jared, not Jared Weiner. Uh, what's his name? Bert. Bert. Bernard. Bert. <laughs> Bert. Weiner. Bert. Bert. I think it's Bert Weiner. <laughs> yeah. Bert Weiner. You're, you're too late to the party. That was, I mean, really tenuous because both names were not the real name. <laughs> 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 Sorry, do carry on. Jimenez. Yes. No, no. Martinez. 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 Oh, wow. This is going so well, this section. Sorry. Martinez of Villa. So he's only got 22 points, but he's yet the highest scoring goalkeeper in the game. And um, he's, he's somebody I rate. I think he's uh, it's a good move for him to go to Villa. He's going to play every week. And Villa have had a great start to the season. I thought they were, again, showing how much I know, I thought they were fired on to, uh, to struggle this season. And um, it's not proving to be the case. So they've got their next three games. I mean, to be honest, fixtures are irrelevant again this season because um, nothing seems to be going to form particularly. But Leicester away, Leeds at home and Saints at home. So he could be good for some points in those few fixtures coming up. 
The second goalkeeper I've highlighted is a goalkeeper that I believe was one of the first quotes in our um, in our podcast that Phil mentioned about uh, was it Carl Darlow of Newcastle and questioning his five million pound price tag. Well, I was yeah. questioning his five million pound price tag because at the time he was the backup goalkeeper for Dubravka. Well, well he is the second highest goal, uh, goalkeeper in the game with is nineteen he really? points. He is indeed. Yeah, and um, if you look at their next seven of their next ten fixtures, Newcastle are graded as level two, which supposedly means they are winnable. Although, again, with how this season's been, who knows? But he's um, he's looked decent this season. Uh, a little bit pricier, uh, obviously, than Martinez. But they've got United at home next, which I think will be interesting to see what United turn up after their mauling at the weekend and then they've got Wolves away but certainly after that seven of the next ten are winnable are you in a, so. are you in a bar <laughs> have you moved to a bar now <laughs> based the drink 11 has, has, has got you a bit a bit of a thirst on you've nipped down to your local boozer it has inspired my wife to make a drink so well done Mike <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh, okay so uh, sorry so yes Dubravka that's choice two and the third one is a goalkeeper I think you've had since the start isn't it Mike the Leeds keeper Meslier. Meslier oh yeah I saw his potential Boys, I saw his potential at 4.5 mil. Yeah. Uh, good, young, good young keeper. Looks about 12 years old. Um, yeah. And he's doing a, doing a job there. So, yeah, very happy with that as a pick. Yeah, 15 points he's got. And next three games, Wolves at home. Le- uh, sorry, Villa away and Leicester at home. So, um, yeah, he could be one to look at as well. But, I mean, the goalkeeper one is a bit of a funny one. I don't know about you boys, but it's kind of almost the last position I look at when I'm picking my team. Yeah, I, I tend to go... Budget keeper, hopefully he'll make a few saves, occasional clean sheet. Um, and, and to be honest, this season, you would have hoped for a few more penalty saves considering there's been about 800 penalties, um, but that's not happened. But I don't bother frittering away my money on expensive keepers. Do you have, do you have one keeper or two that's actually playing consistently? Well, it's interesting you should say that because I have got McCarthy and then I've also got Nyland, who I believe was sold or loaned out somewhere. Uh, so he's no longer even an Aston Villa player. Oh, just his contract was terminated. I mean, he's that bad. <laughs> his contract was terminated a couple of days ago. So he's on my bench. Should anything okay. go wrong? So you've, got, you've, you've literally got the one option in terms of, otherwise you're going to have to spend points to transfer in and out. Yeah, I don't really want to bother doing that. I prefer no. to have no goalkeeper with the amount of goals going in. Mm-hmm. Same for me, really. I only ever have the starting goalkeeper. My one on the bench is somebody you've normally never heard of, and there's only ever four million. And then I'll kind of worry about that when I'm going to play my bench boost. Yeah, you bring see, somebody I've, in. As part of my 14 week plan, I've I've doubled up on goalkeepers. So oh. when I played my wild card, I, I've got McCarthy and I've got Meslier. So uh, I know that when there's a difficult game week for Leeds, I know that Southampton. Uh, the corresponding fixture is, is actually quite a decent one for Southampton. So I am covered, but I have had to spend, you know, the extra 0.5 million to cover myself. But in terms of points that I might spend throughout the, the rest of the season, that seems like quite good value. So um, for 14 weeks now, I'm confident with the, the keepers that I have at my disposal. It's on your 14 week plan, Mike. How's that working out for you? Well, uh, I've stuck, sticked fairly true to it. Um, last week, w- the plan was always to look at bringing Vardy in. It was, it was a game week I wasn't sure about. It was either going to be no transfers or just Vardy and, and, and swap back Kane in this week. Uh, I'm going to level with you boys. I've played my free hit. Um, yeah, played my free hit. Got a bit restless, didn't I? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Bored. Twitch, twitchy fingers. So uh, I've got a cracking week coming up, let me tell you. Well, there's free international games, so all sorts of injuries and COVID. So the, and you're right. The, the beauty of the free hit is that you can make as many transfers as you want consistently. So it's not just that one 
uh, transfer hit that you take and then bang, you're locked in. I can make as many changes, just like with the wild card, I can make as many changes between now and the start of the game week as I, as I wish. So if, for example, one of my players were to, to get injured or look like they've done a lot of travelling, I can swap them out uh, the night before the games. For one week? Yeah, for one week, yeah. And yeah. then, I mean, there's not like teams playing twice next week or anything no, like that. No, there's not, no. No, but I'm going to have it. I need a, I'll be honest, I level with you boys. I need a bit of a confidence boost. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling. You know, to be below both of you in the league is disappointing. No one and saw that coming. No one. And, uh, and I need a little confidence boost. Now, normally by this stage, I probably have made those changes and just paid for them in points. But I'm trying to, uh, trying to you know, keep my spend down in terms of points and, on transfers. And uh, yeah, so free hit is, free hit is, is, is played. And, and uh, that, along with my wild card and uh, my bench boost, that's all gone now. So uh, just a triple captain left to play. You are there aware are. that bench boost, uh, not bench boost, sorry, the free hit, means that next week your team's just going to revert anyway. Oh, but I'm very happy with my team for the rest of the 14 weeks. What, what's made you unhappy about it leading into this week? My lack of points, really. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a little super boost. And that, that's, it's, it's, my, it's, it's the Barocca equivalent of, uh, of my fantasy football. Oh, okay. Fair, fair enough. I mean, I've just looked, gone on our league and I've seen there's a button at the bottom which gets you to a next page. Um, and so I mm-hmm. found you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I see what you mean. You could probably do with a, a bit of help. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this will, this will enable me just to kick on. And I think I'll come out of this a better FPL manager than I, I was going into it. I, well, in that you learn from your mistakes. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. mm, he doesn't know, does he? Later we in know the season, <laughs> I mean, this is madness. Later in the season, for for one, Man City and Man United have got to catch up on games that they haven't played. So mm. there will be weeks where they have two games. Yeah, and, and you know, a lot of people might think, "Oh, I'll save a free hit for that." But you've opted to save a free hit just for any sort of normal game week for a boost. Did <laughs> <laughs> a morale boost? Oh, I really hope that you don't end up oh. with a terrible score next week. I genuinely hope you have a good week. Thank you. Thank this you is a marathon, much. not a sprint, boys. Just remember that. Mm. We're only week four. No need to panic just yet. That would be my advice. Should we try and make sense of the season so far? Uh, I've got a few questions that I'll just ping at you, boys, and you can let me know what you think. I'd love Sounds that. Good. Okay, so after Sunday night, um, where I was watching the... Aston Villa Liverpool game just in utter disbelief are Aston Villa the real deal or, or is it a bit of a trap they've got three wins from three sort of good fantasy players they've got Barkley who who looked completely transformed he looked like the Barkley that we were all told about when he first started at Everton he's he's only 5.9 in the game Matty Cash he looks really good at 5 million uh, at the back Grealish has just gone up to 7.1. And you you saw a lot in him, but not enough to keep him in your team. Um, And uh, Ollie Watkins, of course, got a hat-trick at 5.9. I mean, it'd be impulsive, but he's he's sort of competing with Bamford around that price. Everybody knows Mike loves Bamford. Yeah, I think think Watkins at 5.9 is value because everything's going to go through him up front. Him and Grealish are the two picks, if you, if you look at it. Barkley is a really good addition um, at 5.9, but, but 
but most of it does go through Grealish. And up top, he's their focal point. He's got no competition up there in terms of people taking his spot. He, he, he sits in, in the realms of kind of uh, a Harry Kane in that you know he's going to play every week. Uh, you know, a lot of the strikers are rotated in and out. Um, but, but especially at the moment, certainly at the time of recording, um, Calvert-Lewin is, is going to play every week for Everton. Kane's going to play every week for Spurs. And Watkins is one of those that's going to play every week for, for Villa. So, um, yeah, if, if you didn't have the fantastic front line that I've got, um, I would be looking at Ollie Watkins. Because I've got him and as in my team. And, I mean, I've kind of talked myself out of keeping him in my team because he's, he might score a goal, but a goal isn't going to hurt me. If I'm watching a game and he scores and loads of teams have got him and as, I don't care really. It's only one goal. Um, so I, I could swap him out for, say, Watkins, who might score a similar amount of goals and save myself two and a half million pounds. Um, that can go back into trying to get some back in my team or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, the, this little section, I know you're billing it as a bit of a Q and A. You're going to throw some questions at. Could we could we pretend that uh, these questions have been sent in by listeners? Oh sure, yeah. Just adds um, a bit of gravitas. So maybe it just I don't mm, know. Maybe 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 the next one you maybe you, it's it's Norman from Little Wafting. I'm not sure Little Wafting's even a place, but Norman from Little Wafting is asking. It just, I mean, I, I get that these questions are coming from you, um, and I get that this is going to very much uh, remain in the edit. But um, should we just to add a little bit of gravitas? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, yeah, so okay. Phil, well, who's, your next question, who's your next question from, and, and what is it? Well, it's uh, it's from Duncan in Norwich. Oh and... yes. Yeah. From Norwich. Hi. Uh, yeah. So he's saying, is anyone tempted um, by Adrian despite his performance? He's obviously cheap and he's a Liverpool goalkeeper for the next four, five, six weeks. No. Uh, no. I agree, Mike. Absolutely not. No. I mean, his performance on uh, Sunday was pretty woeful, wasn't it? The first goal was his fault. As you say, I think he's still trying to work out where he's going for that cross where Ollie Watkins hit the bar. Mm. His confidence is going to be shot, isn't it, after that? Well, if I can, if I can address Duncan directly, and Duncan, thanks very much for your your question, and uh, thanks for the kind words that you put in your message also about about uh, my contribution to the the podcast. Um, <laughs> I would I would say Duncan that uh, that last season he was like I, I I thought I was some sort of evil genius because I brought Adrian in. Um, he was at four point five last season. I did it um, for 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 Liverpool. Yeah, then I realised everyone had done it, and actually he didn't really perform. So. Um, yeah, I've, I've been burnt there last season and, um, yeah, judging on, on Sunday's performance, I would leave well alone. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a, I don't know why Duncan sent that question in because I mean, it's pretty foolish if you're even considering it, isn't it? No, that's not, that's not bash for Duncan. He's been kind enough to get in touch. Well, I'm not suggesting we bash him. I'm just suggesting <laughs> he... Yeah. Okay. Well, the next, next question, let's move on from bashing Duncan. Yeah. Um, uh, next question is sent in from uh, by Melissa. Um, oh, good. I was I was worried that we we weren't going to have proper representation of of our female listenership. So, uh, Melissa, Melissa from Peterborough. What what's she asking, Phil? She's uh, she's 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 made some good points, like uh, all women do. Um, I've always said that. <laughs> well, uh, and she's saying point. with with Bamford, Ollie Watkins, Neil Mope, Antonio Mitrovic, all around the six million mark and outscoring the likes of Jimenez and Werner. Is this the year for the budget striker? Good question, Melissa. Great question, yes. Melissa. Um, I, would t- I would say that I'm, I'm bucking the trend on this. And for this week, 
uh, and this week only. I have moved in using my free hit, Timo Werner. Oh. And I'll, I'll tell you for why. But for this week alone, uh, well, I say this week, we, we, you know, we've got another podcast between now and then, so maybe I'm, I'm going too early. But he's, he's up against uh, a Southampton defence who play a high line and got caught out consistently by Spurs when they played that. And Werner has got pace to burn. So I think that's a... I think that's where he breaks his duck is, is against Southampton. Um, however, all that said, yes. Uh, Bamford, uh-uh. Watkins, yes. Mope, no thank you. Antonio, yes. Mitrovic, the jury's out. There's value there. And we all know that actually the big point scorers, they're in midfield, not up front. Well, this is true. Why did you poo-poo Mope so much? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, I just don't like him. He's, I think he's one of those. And if you're a Brighton fan, you love him. If you're not a Brighton fan, you think he's a bit of a... Yeah, I've not warmed yeah. to him. And, and actually, yeah. I don't think he does anything spectacular. I know he pops up with the odd goal, but... Yeah. It feels like he needs five chances to score a goal to me. There Could be wrong. There, there you go. go. I'm, I'm not with Mike on Werner, though. No, I mean, not even this next game week. You, you don't no, think... Um, not for me. With Southampton's back line, he's going to get in behind there and... I, I think Southampton... Haven't they learned their lesson from that Spurs debacle, though? Well, they've looked, they they've looked, they've looked two, better, haven't they, the last two games? Two clean sheets in a row. Good, good yeah, call, six mate. points. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone quick, get further in, get further in. Oh, no, I, I, I have to disagree. I, I think, you know, fair play to Saints, a bit like last year after their um, mauling at the hands of Leicester, they recovered pretty quickly, didn't they, and got back on track. And they've done that straight away here. Like, like you said, Phil, two clean sheets. So I, I wouldn't be thinking Werner in. No, thank you. Well, especially, especially how much is he? Still uh, about nine, 10. 9.4? No, nah, no, thank you. Well, last week we asked about Timo Werner and you said I'd, uh, you would hold with him for one more week. But after that, if he doesn't perform, just get rid. I mean, he's not even playing up front. He's playing on the wing now. Mm. Luckily, well, you've got your free hit, and now we've made these points. You can get rid of him. No, I'm sticking with him. Definitely, definitely. Werner against Southampton. Until he gets injured on. on international duty. Well, there is that. There is that possibility. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair, fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll move on to our next question, sent in by Sandeep in Rochdale. Oh, <laughs> Sandeep. <laughs> Sandeep. Good to hear from you, Sandeep. He's a, you know, he's what he's a mega fan. Mm. and uh, he's asking, are there any safe teams or safe players at all, or do we just have to embrace the random? Well, I'd like to answer a question with a question and, and say, if Sandeep has five apples uh, and he eats three, <laughs> yeah. I mean, every, uh, how many apples every... will he have left? It's strange, isn't it, that uh, during school, that every maths question, they were called Sandeep. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, can you ask a question again, please? Because I was a bit thrown by his name. Well, don't be afraid. It's very Something about randomness. Where, where's he from? He's from Rochdale. Oh, Rochdale, of course he is. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, it's near Manchester. He's currently <laughs> in lockdown. Okay, well, I'm sorry to hear that, Sandy. He's obviously had time to, to, answer, uh, uh, to ask a great question. And he's asking, do we embrace the random? Are he's saying, I'll read it again. But sorry, sorry about this, Sandy. Uh, sorry, Sandy. Flipping idiots. Oh, right. Are we? Are there any safe teams or safe players at all, or do we? And these are his words: embrace the random. Well, uh, are there any safe teams or safe players at all in terms of reliance? Well, Salah's proved that he's pretty darn reliable. He's pretty pretty, pretty consistent. My mate Hammers Rodriguez, uh, until he gets injured, has proved that he's consistent. Mm. Uh, you look at uh, DCL at Everton; he's proved he's consistent. 
I mean, we're only a few weeks in, but there do seem to be people that are kind of bankers to, to guarantee you some points each week. But if you look at the top scoring uh, players in the game, Son and Kane are the top two, the, you know, the two players that Ant took out of his team. And they, they've been playing for a Spurs team who are completely erratic. Uh, Salah's next to plays for Liverpool who have been erratic. Uh, and then you've got Calvert-Lewin who, and Grealish and then Rodriguez, who obviously are all playing for teams who have won all their games. Um, so I suppose maybe what Sandeep meant when he was asking the question, I, I don't want to speak on his behalf. I mean, mm. God forbid. Um, but, well, um, I'm wondering whether he's saying, are Man City worthwhile anymore? And can oh, we rely on them? Nice reading between the lines there, Phil. It's, it's guesswork. Um, yeah, well, I've only got, I've only got De Bruyne. And I've got no Liverpool players. So I, I'm, I'm saying to Sandeep, I'm with you. Maybe, maybe, maybe that there aren't bankers in that respect. You know, the, the go-to guys that you've had. Um, th- there is a, a, a fairer share of points across the board, seemingly, um, this season. So I've not invested all my money in Liverpool and Man City efforts. I think you just look at the league table, mm. you know. Um, who would have thought? Yeah, we're barely we're barely into the season, but who would have thought that Everton would be sitting top? Um, so yeah, I think Sandeep and all of us just need to embrace the random. I don't know about you boys, but I'm absolutely loving this season. I, I think I'm enjoying it more that Bournemouth aren't in it because we can enjoy it as neutrals. But it's just just every game's just crazy, crazy mm-hmm. results everywhere you look. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the mistake I've made this season. This is the whole uh, reason I took really shout out is because I looked at the fixtures, saw they were playing Liverpool at home expected him to not do a lot so he kind of took a week's hit on that and then he got 24 points something along those lines mm. so, it's that it's that dilemma isn't it a good player is a good player regardless of opposition and maybe we put too much onus on who they're playing this is very true i.e my west ham theory mm. yeah yeah phil maybe the next one uh you know, not that I want to lead you in this, could come from one of our. Twitter I know who followers. it is. is yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe is it one of our? Is it one of our Twitter followers who doesn't quite understand what the podcast is about? Oh well, I mean, <laughs> it could be if you give me time. Maybe the question after that is is All right. from them. All right, rightly. Who does this uh, one come next, from? The next question is from uh, Neil. He's an expat, lives in uh, Spain. Hi, and, Neil. Yeah, and he he says, and I've had to translate it, so it might not make too much sense because he's he now only speaks Spanish. Um, how have we got to a situation where Southampton and West Ham are, have the best defensive assets? Cresswell at 4.9, Walker-Peters, McCarthy both at 4.5. How, how has this even happened? Oh, I, I don't really... I, I'll be honest, I'm off the record, I'm not a big fan of Neil. And oh. uh, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, not a, not a fan of him. It's quite outspoken. Voted Brexit from over there. Uh, the irony. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So Brexit, if, what's that? If what it's that? A, if it's all right, Neil, I'll I'll just uh, I'll just leave these boys to to talk to you because I haven't got the time of day for you. Well, I mean, Mike's already pointed out about Southampton's high line and how bad they are defensively after their two clean sheets on the draw. Mm-hmm. Mm, but Walker Peters is one for me. Looking at that for Southampton, he's um, he's a good, a good good signing from um, from Spurs and has looked really good. But again, everything is completely erratic. We just don't know. There's nothing to say that, you know, looking at the fixtures ahead, that suddenly these defensive assets are getting as points are suddenly going to be leaking goals. We just don't know. Expect the unexpected, boys. Okay, yeah. Yeah, wise words. Uh, well, our next question uh, comes in. It does come in from a Twitter follower, actually. Oh. 
Um, and oh, you're, you're, I mean, you two might remember when, when we were setting up the pod that I was fairly against the name because I, I didn't want people to get the wrong idea. Um, but I'm sure this, this isn't the reason that this person's followed us on Twitter. Uh, this this question comes from Sexy Shabina. Um, who, Hello, who, Shabina. Well, on her profile, Woo! on her profile, uh, it simply says, we're a Muslim newly married couple looking for fun here from Uttar Pradesh in India. So, um, You're yeah. always up for fun, Phil, so there you go. It's always just, up it, fun, but I'm not in India, crucially. Yeah, travel Ooh. restrictions at the moment oh, yes. do make that true. difficult. No, but, but thanks Find for the detail. follow and, and thanks for the question, uh, Sexy Shabina. Uh, and her question was, <laughs> of, of the real big hitters, who is actually worth keeping? Uh, I, think she, I think she's you know talking Salah, Mane, De Bruyne, Sterling, Kane, Aubameyang, uh, Fernandez, and I think uh, she mentioned Vardy as well. Aubameyang's uh, not one, is he? He's not firing, is he? He's who, not doing a lot. Aubameyang? I don't yeah. think he's really got any points since game week two. Has he scored yet this season? He scored, he he has, scored, he against, scored against Fulham, didn't he, of course, yeah. But um, for me, it would be Salah and it would be Kane would be the two I, I would be looking at. Uh, Mike, what's, what's your view? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Kane uh, appears to be fit and appears to be firing. Um, so I, I would stick with Kane. I think Salah is a really good pick. I know some people think that Mane is actually the better player of the two, but Salah seems to be returning more than Mane just now. I think De Bruyne is worth keeping. Sterling is one I have always, always made room for in my team, but this season, given his increase in value, I couldn't, uh, couldn't justify it. And I'm not sure we've got the same Raheem Sterling this season as we had last. So he'd, he'd be one that I, I would maybe look at moving on. Vardy in a season full of penalties. Yes, I had a tricky week with him last week, but I think he will. Um, I think he'll be playing a lot and I think he'll earn a lot of points. Fernandez is the tricky one. I've got Bruno Fernandez in my team and I've had him since day one. Um, despite all my changes around and free hits and wild cards and whatnot, I've always had Fernandez in. But actually, if you look at it within a game, other than scoring penalties, I'm not sure whether he's going to have the assist haul. He, he he showed uh, post lockdown last season, so I'm that's one I'm looking at. But you know, you get this kind of fierce loyalty to players sometimes, don't you? That you just you don't want to let them go because they've they've done so well for you in the past, and and you think they'll they'll turn. It's a bit like you know a girlfriend perhaps um, who I, actually that's not. It's not it's, I'm not going to go down that route. I'm not, not going to go which, down that route. Which girlfriend? This is the wrong podcast. For <laughs> Well, Shabina, I mean, Shabina, I'll talk to you privately about that another time. I've I've got a feeling this. I mean, now it's turning into the podcast that Shabina wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Bruno. I, I, yeah, I'm 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 staying fiercely loyal, uh, despite the fact actually, in the bedroom things have gone a bit stale. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> on on that note, um, our next question uh, was sent in by another uh, Twitter follower. So thank you uh, to them. Uh, from Marvellous Jade, who uh, on her profile says she's oh, married lovely. She's married to her husband, who's her best friend. They're esteemed rivals and they're out to prove that sex shouldn't end at the altar and that people should normalise sex. So um, thank <laughs> you for that, Jade. Um, her question uh, was, "Do uh, she's a bit of a temptress herself. Are any new signings tempting you? Oh, nice. Ooh. That is a uh, good question. I, th- I think the only one is is you know now that Bruce is going to start every week at 4.5 mil. Do you know that? Yeah. I was going to say. Come on. 
Billy Sharp. David McGoldrick. David McGoldrick. Uh, who's, who's the fat fella that we sold? Um, oh, Lise Mousset. Lise Mousset. I mean, come on. Come on. There's no competition there. He's going to start every... Hello? Good afternoon. Oh, just to go along with my um, making of a tea. That's my doorbell going off now. Good. <laughs> <laughs> what is that for a doorbell? That is a doorbell. Pinnock. Welcome everybody to the sound of my doorbell. There is you that, go. Is that Shabina? She just popped round. <laughs> she just, um, she's just blown in. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I think he's definitely going to start every week. So, in terms of making up the numbers at four point five million, I he tempts me. Um, but he rotates his strikers, doesn't he, Chris Wilder? That's my only fear with buying in. He does do that a lot, doesn't million he? Brewster. I think if you, if if you spend twenty four million pounds on a striker, you're going to play him every week. I oh, think go, every week. Go say that to Fabio Silva at Wolves. Poor be- poor man, beautiful hair hasn't mm. hasn't started a single game. I tell you somebody I'm not tempted by, Cavani. Manchester. Uh, I mean, that was panic, wasn't it? That was pure panic. Yeah. From them, I can't. I can't. I don't. I'm not sure about that. One of these over the hill, isn't he? In the yeah. in the last five years, he's the third highest scoring footballer in the world. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. This could be a latest soundbite. Ronaldo, but... Messi, Cavani. If that's the case, why was he not snapped up earlier? He's been a free agent for about eight months, hasn't he? He has. Sorry, Ant, you've, you've disappeared on your audio. Have I? Oh, am I back? Hello, am I back? I do apologise. Um, I was just saying... Who's, who's, is that Shabina in the background? Shabina, Shabina's now whimpering. She, uh, she wants to be let out. <laughs> um, <laughs> didn't take her long, didn't take her once, long to want to leave, did she? Uh, well, I, I don't blame her. Um, my question, yeah, was why has he not been snapped up earlier uh, as, as a free agent if he's the third highest goal scorer in the world? And he's also, um, he's also only priced at eight million on the game, which makes me think that the uh, Premier League also don't think he's going to do that well. Mm-hmm. Oh. This is true. Not uh, for me. Yeah, in terms of other signings, nothing really, nothing really excited me. Um, Tellez in at Man United. Well, they, yeah, they can see the six goals at the weekend. Um, and Rafina, hello? Hello, yeah. Shib- uh, hello, Shabina. Um, uh, yeah, so no, no, nothing really grabbed me in terms of transfers in, other than maybe Brewster. Okay, yeah, not no, Rafina at least didn't didn't whet your appetite. You're no. not a big Leeds fan, are you? That's no, name. I'm not. No, no, the supply line to Bamford. No, not for me. Okay, uh, okay. We'll, we'll we'll head to our last question um, from Chloe in Newmarket. Um, both a lovely place and a good card game. Mm. Um, she asks, who have been the... I mean, most of our questions have come in from women, which... Uh, well, which means our story. Yeah, I, I can only imagine <laughs> why, why they'd want to listen to this podcast. Mm. Um, and Chloe asks, who has been uh, your pleasant surprise of the season? Oh, I'd say uh, Lewis Pearson in our league. Oh. Spurs, Spurs and... Lovely uh, Lewis. Players only. Um, he's a reverend as well, by all accounts. Um, uh, and he thanked me for the sweary 11 last week. Um, he's been my pleasant surprise. Not strictly speaking, Aww. not strictly speaking a player. I mean, he's, he's shown us all up here, isn't he? With his, his team that I don't think he's said he's looked at since week one. No. That <laughs> is ahead of all of us. And he's in the top seven in, in our league, which is quite an incredible effort. On players, yeah. for me, it's got to yeah. be Dominic Calvin-Lewin. Mm-hmm. Top, top scorer in the whole of Europe at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, I mean, that goal again, he scored a typical striker's goal at the weekend. He's, yeah, he didn't end last season looking particularly good, and it, but he's just been on fire at the start of this season. 
I don't, I wouldn't have expected that at all. So it'd be uh, DCL for me. For, for, for me, it's Grealish. Um, because he always looked like uh, a big fish in a small pond, looked a decent player, but actually in terms of point haul, wasn't that impressive. Um, and time will tell, but, but I really like him. And Castagna at Leicester as well uh, has, has come in and hit the ground running. I really like the look of him at Leicester. I think he's going to provide quite a few points from defence. So, yeah, has that, he been that, a, su- a surprise? I mean, Grealish? No, Castagna. To be fair, I hadn't realised quite how many points he's got. He's got 28 points. He's got three mm-hmm. assists. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He, gets, he gets forward. He gets forward a lot. So, uh, I mean, he's, he's quite expensive. He's 5.7 million. But, uh, but uh, in terms of, yeah, in terms of somebody that wasn't really on my radar at the start of the season, uh, I, I've been really impressed. I like the look of him. Quite like Shabina, I'll get back in my cage. Um, All right. Sorry about that. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. Or whatever setup you've got there, Anthony. Um, I don't quite know what's going on back there. <laughs> I can possibly comment. Yeah, I mean, my surprise in answer to Chloe's question um, was uh, probably that Southampton have kept clue team uh, sheets, mm. two clean sheets. Mm. Um, I mean, I wasn't expecting that the whole season, so it's been a real bonus. Um, Salah's been consistent among everyone else being inconsistent, but that's not really a surprise based on the last three years. So. Yeah, just Southampton doing well, and uh, that is a pleasant surprise as someone who's got budget Southampton assets. I, I, I fully expected Southampton to do well this season, given their showing post-lockdown, uh, particularly away from home. The, the, the result that's thrown me with Southampton is that Spurs at home game. Uh, it's completely thrown me. And, and uh, so I started with three Southampton players, which as a Bournemouth fan didn't sit well with me at all. Uh, but I've since transferred two of those out. I've taken out Ings and, and taken out Walker Peters. Um, yeah, uh, but it doesn't come as a great surprise for me that Southampton have performed well. Uh, that that one result stood out and, and not to my confidence in them. Well, that's what happened last year, isn't it, against Leicester with that ridiculous game, 9-0, nine, nine 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 whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then after that, they, they went on and, and learnt from it. So hopefully they'll, they'll keep going and keep getting me clean sheets. Um, but I should say a big thank you to everyone who sent their questions. Do, oh, do thanks send them so in. much, yeah. You, you, could, uh, you could join the likes of Chloe and Neil and uh, obviously Sabina. Uh, and by Sandeep. And Sandeep. Forget Sandeep never, forget, never forget Sandeep. Uh, you can send us your questions uh, on Twitter at FPL3SomePod uh, or email FantasyThreesomePod at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, it's great. It's great to hear from all of you. It's it's great that you're all getting involved. Uh, that's a real treat, um, especially from such faraway places um, as uh, India. That's a surprise for all of us. Mm. Mm. Uh, I should I should thank Brian from Lowestoft, who's uh, checked in and said, uh, "Mike, will you still be signing off with uh, a player pun to end the podcast?" And yes, yeah, that that is coming, Brian. Are we there or thereabouts? I mean, we're nearly there. Is there anything else uh, you boys would like to say? Are you excited about the international games? I'm certainly not. No. I don't. No. I have no time for the international race. But I mean, two games was bad enough, and now they've crammed a third in, haven't they? So, no. I mean, no, thank you. What is the point during a pandemic? And also, Mm. how are they? uh, Sorry, not to go off on a tangent, because I appreciate you both need to get back to work, as do I. Um, They won't let fans distanced in a football stadium 
uh, at all, but they'll happily show the games live in a cinema so people can go yeah. and watch it in an enclosed space with a pint. Uh, what? Well, there's now a petition, isn't there, that which I actually signed myself yesterday under the thing under the hashtag Let Fans In. And I think this is the point people are making. There's just no continuity between it at all, is there? And of course, they just started the trial, and they were getting the uh, thousand fans in, and yeah. then things started to get locked down again. So, but yeah, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to half of the rules with COVID. To be perfectly honest with you, I mean, either either allow them in and allow them in cinemas, or don't allow both. I mean, I'm fine if they say, look, we can't do any of it. But don't allow them into cinemas to watch games. I mean, if you're not letting them go, if you're not letting true fans go watch, especially in the lower leagues, they, they're dependent on it. Oh, it's, um, like turned, it's, like, it's, it's like I've got Robert Peston and Andrew Marr joining me for the uh, <laughs> podcast. Uh, Lovely little bit of politics to finish. Lovely. Well, not politics. Just I, I worry about little clubs. You know, we're, we're Bournemouth fans. We've been been there and we'll no doubt be there again with financial struggles. It's, it's not very nice. So, uh, yeah, it, it's... Uh, thing i'm very passionate about and i think the rules are ridiculous um but still uh, i'll let you uh, sign off now now i've had a rant boys thanks very much for today and uh to, to, to everyone thanks for listening we'll catch you again next week uh i'll be honest we're going to struggle for content but we'll be uh, we'll be joining you next week for a, a second uh, podcast during the international break but for me we'll be previewing the next game week we have oh yeah oh no it'll be Fantastic. it'll be loads more fun yeah. it'll be even more fun we'll have no doubt exciting listeners joining and asking questions from all sorts of areas in the world so there's things to look forward to sorry as you were uh so from myself from ant and from phil uh it's a uh, cheery rojo <laughs> marcus marcus rojo bye bye bye